When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We're happy to be here, happy you're listening to us, and we hope you have a great weekend. But we're not done with the show yet. Uh, we have to talk about something that a lot of people are doing, which is flying. <laughs> yes. Flying high. Flying. And uh, you have a New York Times article on something that is... Ooh, controversial, I think. Yeah, okay, so here's a question, kids. Feel free to jump in the convo, but then we're going to talk about flight etiquette uh, in general. Um, who gets the middle armrest? 651-641-1071. Like, how does this go down? Because it is a topic for conversation. I will tell you, on the last, or one of the last times I flew, somehow I ended up in a middle seat. I don't remember exactly how this went down, because normally I would fight you know, tooth and nail to yeah. not be in a middle seat. Mm. But I think that our, it was a, oh, I know what it was. There was an emergency exit row available. And I was like, okay, it's a middle seat, but I'll take it because it's leg room. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I ended up not getting either armrest. Not one. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Was I, sh- should I have been denied or which one was mine? The one on the left, like everybody shifts to the left I ended up reading a story in the New York Times from a flight attendant who actually says what the correct answer is according to her and her career. Do you want to guess what she said? I will guess what she said. I had on a Southwest flight, the flight attendant got on the microphone and told us what the proper thing was. Okay, can we do that? Uh, Make that a standard practice in the industry? That was really cool. What did she say? She said... These poor people in the middle seat, they don't have a window. They can't get out to go to, go to the bathroom. You're squeezing them in in there. They get both armrests, period. You are correct, Let ma'am. Let them have at least the armrests. You can hang your body over to the window or the aisle, but they get the armrests. The middle seat. And everybody seat. laughed, but it's true. No, it's absolutely true. And according to uh, this piece in the New York Times from a flight attendant of 21 years, the person in the middle seat gets both armrests. Quote, it is the consolation prize for being squished between two people with nowhere to lean, cased clothes. Yes, cased clothes. queen. Oh, my God. I literally didn't get either. Oh, this is so terrible. What are you supposed to do with your small well, muscles? You're just like squeezing them small muscles? Swole. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, my muscles. Your big muscles. <laughs> Poor me and my muscles. <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> no, I'm just a big fellow. And really, anybody who's, uh, I would say these days, mm, the, probably the average sized 
person male i don't know like i don't even think it needs to be qualified just like the average person is too big for those seats so like and i'm not huge and i can you know i as a person with long appendages i've learned over the years how to minimize myself you know and so (laughs) doesn't it sound like i'm complaining no but seriously like you get used to like knowing how to be comfortable on the inside you're looking at me right now in this chair and you see there's two armrests yeah. and i can put can, my arms on the really inside good. you're like a, a foldable person yeah what but, are they called uh, acrobat <laughs> i am not an acrobat but <laughs> sure foldable person um but but i so, because like what do you do in that situation you just like i guess i could elbow both sides but then you're that guy mm-hmm Everyone um, should just respect it. They should put on the armrest for the middle seat only. Yeah, just I like that. Print it like right written on there in five and then languages. Have a little thing that opens up that has a snack inside for you. So you, for you, that was pretty obvious. Cut and dry. Mike, I would have gone the same road. Yeah. All right. Now, do you have any other flight etiquette questions? Because she had a whole list of things. Ooh. Okay, including but not limited to keep your damn socks on. Oh, yes. for the love of God, keep your shoes on. Well, she did say, look, if it's a long flight, by all means, relax and take your shoes off. But there is never mm-hmm. a reason to take your socks off. Foot smell is inescapable. Mm-hmm. Also, keep your feet to yourself. I would also like to ask a question about the um, reclining your seat. Yeah, okay. She does, does say... She, I'm sure she talks about this. What do you? Because f- this is a really... This causes a lot of um, strife. People get really angry about things like this. What's your opinion? Okay. I'm afraid I'm going to anger someone. Okay. So I actually never recline my seat. Yep. And I don't think it should be an option. Okay. But that's not true. It is. Because it doesn't give you any relief. It really doesn't. It's just a psychological thing, maybe. But, mm, yeah. Yeah, no. I I think that's a valid opinion. Mike, do you have an opinion about reclining your seat? I have no problem just like looking back behind me and saying, hey, do you mind if I sit my seat back a little bit? Oh, look at you actually talking to the person. Interacting with people. Yeah. No, that's that's human. Yeah. That'd be a way to do it. That's a human behavior, Mike. But like Uh, you said, I don't think it really makes much of a difference on a flight. Yeah. Ours like an inch. Our 21-year flight attendant says uh, everyone has a right to recline, but there is a polite way to do it. The wrong way is slamming back the seat as hard and fast as you can. <laughs> right. That's broken laptops, spilled drinks, caused fistfights, and has cost flights to be diverted. Yes! Be aware of your surroundings before reclining. Peek behind you and see what the situation is. And, Mike, nicely ask if that person minds. Now, <gasps> that sounds wonderful. Mm. I don't see myself turning around and talking. Mm-hmm. So what it's I would probably do yeah. is either not recline mm-hmm. or just do like a little, just like a boop, boop. just a little boop, boop. I think just it only little, goes in boop, boop. one notch. There aren't several notches like oh, a, yeah. like no, a you lawn can, chair. Yeah, you can totally. No, it's not just like boom, boom. Like No, <laughs> you can sunbaking. literally go boop, boop. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so I would do just a little bit One to nudge. Click. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I because I because I don't want to have to turn around because then because here's the problem I have with that. A, I'm an introvert. B, people are just going to be polite 
And they're not yes. going to tell you what they really want anyway. Like, That's who's going to say, no, please don't. But now you've given them the opportunity. And if they that's choose true. to. That's true. Yeah. No, that's called being like an adult, mm-hmm. Don, but I'm not. Yeah. So, oh, like, well, I mean, who do you think you're talking to here? So for me, I would just do a little nudge or nothing. Okay. Um, But uh, it really does surprise me that there are in this day and age still people who just like full out. Bah, bah. Yeah, that's bad. And like, hey. You're in, you're literally, your head is in my crotch. I have another question. Okay, ma'am. Okay, should ma'am you be front. allowed to ask someone to change their seat? Because I am not a fan. Oh. I p- picked out my seat, usually paid more for it, and families will come on and didn't pre-plan, ooh, and they ooh, want you to move ooh, because my ooh. child's going to be alone. It's like, that is not my problem, ma'am. And ooh. people get really, really faulty, mad. Faulty. I can just feel the tension rising in this room. <laughs> Here's what she says. Deal. Okay. I think this is directed at your question. Okay. Well, there's two. First, deal with your seating issues before you get on the plane. Thank you. If your family is split up on the flight, the chaotic rush of boarding is not when flight attendants can solve it for you. The gate agents have access to seating chart and family reservations. Please ask them first if it's possible. Some airlines even have a policy that families with children under 13 must sit together. So the gate agent is the best place or even better call the airline before you get to the airport. Now, specifically to what you just said from the flight attendant of 21 years in the New York Times. So it's a legitimate mainstream Mm, publication. mm -hmm. You don't have to switch seats if someone asks you. I'm going to be unpopular here. She says, no, you do not have to switch with someone who asks you if you have paid extra for your seat or even if it's just an inconvenience, Mm -hmm. you can kindly say no. If it is advantageous, like trading middle for a window, or you're happy to help, please go ahead and swap. There you go. I like that. Doesn't that make you feel like you have permission now, Dawn, to not feel like you're a bad person if you don't want to move? Right. And and you can't care about, like, the court of public opinion inside the airplane because some people pitch a fit. And they're like, so you won't move so that my child can't sit like they announce it to everyone. Have you seen that before? I have, yes. And this man was like... I'm sorry. I I'll need to get up and go to the bathroom a lot. I I picked this seat, and she was not happy and threw a fit. Ooh. It was on a trip to Florida Ooh. that I recently took this year. <laughs> yeah, so the last time you were that's, on flight. Yes, yeah. that's correct. <sighs> There's a lot of these. Uh, we don't have time Boy, to go through the yeah, rest. Maybe you can save some for next week or something. The last one I would like to share with you is uh, my favorite. It's two words: flush, please. And can I add to that? She's saying make sure you flush the toilet. Can we put up a sign here that says that? Oh, is that a I brochure? might put one in the bathroom. Oh. Mm. Check your work oh, is have... what I'm going to put up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> while we're, while you're checking your work really quickly, I do want to go to the phones because we did ask people to call. Oh, Who yeah. do we've got? Yeah. We've got uh, Kimber first. Hey, Kimber. Hi there. Hi. What's going on, Kimber? Well, um, I am a very happily, thank God, retired flight attendant of 40 plus years. Wow. And uh, that's right, I'm an old girl. (laughs) But uh, everything that she was talking about is spot on, especially um, about the middle seat. Mm -hmm. I know passengers hated it when they used to ask me about who gets the armrest, because then when I said the middle person, they pouted for the rest of the flight. Oh, for the love of God. Of course, people can't be and, adults. I mean, just dumb things and seat reclining. If you do it, just do it a little bit, and, you know, chances are the person behind you is 
going to recline their seat, too. Yeah. So you're just going to cause a domino effect. Hey, thank you so much for thank calling you, and Kimber. sharing, Kimber. Thanks, kids. And thanks for your service, because that ain't no, that's no small mm-hmm, thing. That's right. All right. Uh, when we come back, Dawn is going to continue our flight uh, to somewhere in the skies. We're talking about uh, not this topic. We're actually going to move along to something that happened on the ground, mm. but in an airport, right? Yeah. Right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Uh, I saw this on TMZ yesterday. And I had, I will admit, this is not great of me. Oh. But I had a great time watching this video. If you <laughs> want to go to our show links page, it is already linked up there. Go to mytalk1071.com and you click on uh, Bradley and Don and you will find our show links. What's the video? The, it's in an airport. It happens to be in Chicago at o- O'Hare. Okay. And there was a brawl. That broke out oh my God. in the baggage claim area. What? There are probably, I think, 12 people involved in this brawl. Oh, my God. A, about a dozen travelers got into an all-out a brawl. A dozen people got, oh, my God. With lots of fists flying, hair pulling, and rolling around on the floor. Now, I would also like to point out, after my third time watching it, that I there is one person in particular who I think gets the MVP award for this brawl. Okay. And it's the woman who keeps her neck pillow on the whole time. (laughs) I'm like, look at her. She still has a neck. And it probably protected her. She also is wearing, she's prepared because she has a ball cap on so that nobody could grab her hair and not, like, not let go. Because there's a tangle of women that each have each other's hair. What are these people doing? How, oh my God, they are. It is literally like I mean, they won't let each other's hair. It's like a lockdown. Of they're four all, women. They're all just grabbing each other's hair. Then you have three guys towards the end of the video that get up on the carousel. The baggage carousel that moves the luggage and they're punching up there. I will say, if you are triggered by seeing men punch women, don't watch the video because that also happens. What? How did this all start? Well, this was a flight on Monday. It was in Terminal 3, and it was unclear what triggered the violence, but it became chaotic very quickly. And, terrifying. Um, and where is there? Is there no security in this airport? Maybe there was, but it's just so sudden. I mean, things can happen. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to throw, you know, you don't have to throw fists very far in an airport to come up with a security guard. It's just weird to me that it was going on that long, and you don't see anybody intervening. So... At the end of it, I guess the Chicago PD said two people were arrested because thankfully the police arrived to break it up before anyone got seriously hurt, which is why I'm talking about it. I didn't want to talk about this if someone got seriously hurt. Um, And both suspects, uh, two people were charged with battery um, uh, because one of the women was punched during the argument. um, And the punching was really going too far. But they have no idea why. They don't know why. I want to take some guesses, though, and I invite you to do that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This thing. Okay. They're at the baggage carousel. Well, somebody Things took their bag, tense. maybe. I don't, it is interesting, though, to me that it's at the baggage carousel because usually the stress points are all before the flight or leading up to or getting on the flight, right? Usually by the time you're going to baggage claim, you're like, I am done. I am ready to be out of here. So maybe somebody took their bag. I don't know. Okay. If someone just took someone's bag, I can see how two people would get in a fight. Okay. But I think this has to do with the anxiety and the pressure that people feel to get up close to the carousel when you're, you know what I, you just hang back, man. Oh, it drives you know me I mean? nuts you go that to people, the end you know, the, like you're, you realize no that you can't, not everybody has room to do that. And like, if everybody just takes like six feet back. That's not correct. E- yeah. I would say six feet is probably this would require reasonable. everyone to be considerate and work together and as then, a team. <laughs> and then you wait, hang back mm-hmm. when you see your piece of luggage come down the, the belt you step forward, That's grab your luggage, step back, remove yourself, repeat, and step forward, would, grab your luggage, step back, go home. Do you think that, I think that in a party of like four, one, one person, person should be grabbing yes. the bags and it should be the we person who's We don't all need to capable. gather around right by the beginning of the shoot. No. In fact, I like to go about halfway down. Uh-huh. In the direction the belt is traveling, Thank you, yes. stand about six feet off to the side, wait for my moment, and then pounce. That's right. And then I remove agree. yourself. Yeah. yeah, no, that that's the way to do it without being stressful. So you think somebody was just getting in the way of somebody I else. I think people started edging up and getting in the way. But do you know what my, the worst thing is? Have you ever seen this behavior before where you do approach, like you stand back, uh-huh. then you approach, and the person standing right there doesn't move? Yes. But you're like, so... I'm and now right approaching to, to get my luggage. Uh-huh. I need you to move so that I can see get my whole piece of luggage. Everyone has different desires Oof. and a lot of people are not self-aware. Yeah. I also would like to add, if we all step back six feet and we approach it as you get your luggage, can we also agree to help people that are elderly get their bags? Oh, it yeah. amazes or me. Or anybody. Like if, 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 it, if somebody seems like they're having a hard time. Help them. Just reach, step forward. Grab it for them, you know. Step I have back, stepped go home. through. This is aggressive, but there was a uh, older woman. I can just see Dawn like, come on. I was back, hanging back. There were like a line of four guys just standing there waiting for their luggage. This old lady's trying to get her bag, and they're not doing anything. I said, "Excuse me." I went up, I pulled it off of there, set it down, and then they all look like, "Oh, we should have done that." Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a hero or anything. You are but a hero. Anybody... I want to give you an award today. God, what is it? You have Do a I cookie to... over there, Mike? Can I turn it in for like um, a Dairy Queen dip cone no, or something? Is no. that what it is? Oh. Trying to see. I don't have really anything in here. Great. Sorry. But that, you know what? <laughs> but my behavior was aggressive and I shouldn't have done that. Keep calm. You know? 
Yeah. Everybody just calm down. Yeah. In the airport, I, I do try to remind myself to take extra breaths. Uh, or as one of the travel people I watch on YouTube says, pack extra patience. Mm-hmm. Because traveling is hard, especially this time of year, because things get real busy. That's right. So, so I think this some extra had patience. to do with that whole kind of frenzy yeah, and feeling. Well, thank you for sharing it now that we're all, uh, you know. Feel free to watch it. All right. We'll go watch other people get at it. But when we come back, I think it's time to put something in our mouth. What do you think, Dawn? Okay. Should we do that? Yeah. We're going to do a little food porn That's Friday. Right. Brown chicken, brown cow. I don't think we're having chicken or cow today. No. Are we? No. We'll be right back. My talkers, you know, we just talked about a brawl and, you know, people acting in a way that you'd prefer they wouldn't, especially in a way that's just not highly reflective of the best of humanity. However, there is an organization called Alight, based right here in the Twin Cities, who marshals the support of people from around the globe to help other people around the globe who are displaced by war, conflict, famine, a number of reasons. People come together, support the work that a light based right here in the Twin Cities is doing in places like our own southern border, where right now you know there's a huge humanitarian crisis, or in places like East Africa, where they are facing another humanitarian crisis in the form of uh, famine, or in places like Pakistan, where they're still still, still dealing rather with the effects of historic flooding. A light is only able to do that work when we support the work they're doing. Head to weareLight.org today. And thank you. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk. 107.1. It's a Friday, and we do this every Friday at this time. It's food porn. Food porn. Yummy. Dawn, what are we putting in our mouths? It smells very bacony. Okay. Well, that's because it has bacon on it. Oh. Well, that would um, make sense. So what I I went to the kickoff to summer event at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds last night. Oh, fun! How it's was like that? a fair preview. It was so fun. It's all weekend, by the way. Go to their website to get a ticket for cheaper in advance, or you can go to the gate if you don't care. But it was like you know, twelve fifty to get in if you get the tickets in advance. And so I brought you something that might not have um, kept very well. But there aren't a lot of choices. You know, the fair food there, it's like hard to keep. Well, it's fair food, right? Like it's going to be great fresh out the fryer. But other than that, it's probably going to be a little. But what did you bring us? I brought you some Tot Boss. Ooh, I love Tot Boss. Mm -hmm. These are Tots. And um, this is like a Supreme or something. It has cheese. It has green onions. Awesome. Is this new this year or is this just their like classic? I think that this is one of their classics. It's supposed to have sour cream on it as well. So like. The entire fixings of a baked potato is what I would call the toppings. But I said no sour cream, and the guy laughed and said, so you want an entire order of sour cream is what you're saying. I was like, ha, 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 very funny. So are you ready to try it? Yeah, so uh, you picked these up. Uh, You didn't eat these last night. I didn't. So you haven't had these. No, I um, actually met up with MC. He picked me up from work here. So when I got back to my car, I just brought him right up here to the fridge. And... Mm. Is it still good? Those are good. The I mean, next day? I bet it would be really crispy and stuff. Yes. Because you had to reheat these. But yeah, those are real good. They're not bad. Mm-mm. Mike, what do you think? Oh, he's still A mouthful, eating. sorry. Oh, no, I you're mean, fine. It's Let me hot try potato it. with bacon and yeah. cheese, mm-hmm. right? What's to, yeah, tots are probably like? one of the best vehicles when it comes to mm-hmm. enjoying 
so many different types of toppings, and this is uh, this is very very good. They're not, you know, like you said, it would have been crispy right out of the fryer. Yeah, I'm they're sure a little soggy, but that's oh. it's to be expected. Yeah, no, they're yeah. definitely so good, good though. You like them? I totally like it, and I'm not a huge fan um, of just French fries or poutine. So, but they did have a poutine option at Top oh, okay. Boss if you're into poutine. I'm definitely Which into fries. Really I'm into poutine. I like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it didn't. Did it travel well? Uh, I did traveled better than I thought it would. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's still tasty, right? It's just the texture mm-hmm. would be a little different. It'd be mm-hmm. crispier. And um, I've had Top Boss before, and it's. I mean, a great fair experience. I mean, you can't go wrong with hot crispy taters out the fryer with some. Uh, sour cream and all the fixins. So yeah, I'd give that a definite two thumbs up. Okay, great. Um, and I wanted to mention uh, somebody else that's new at the fair. Okay, and that would be cheese curd tacos. Ooh, who's doing <laughs> cheese curd tacos? A place called Me. Cheese Curd Tacos. Oh, it's literally called Cheese Curd <laughs> yes. Tacos. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you go this weekend and you pass like um, when you come in, uh, it's over to the left, like. If you're at the birthing center, yeah. go left and then go up a street and you'll see it. It's sort of like where the midway is, but there aren't any rides right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly where it did is. Did you have anything else that you loved last night? Um, I did not, but my boyfriend's dad had at, oh gosh, um, what is the name of that place? They had some live music. It's been there forever. They, anyway, I wish I could remember. I'll, I'll text, but he had like um like a Philly cheesesteak, and oh, he said it was amazing. So I, it might be called Andy's, I think. Yeah, sure. Andy's. Yeah. That's that's what it is, yeah. Mike, do you, would you have a favorite at the fair? Oh, a favorite. Well, I mean, the cookies are, are the cookies. Sweet Martha's? Yeah, Sweet that's, Martha's cookies. A favorite? Like, that you would put that at the top of your list? Um, I mean, they're the ones that every single year, I'm just like, okay. I have to get right. that. Yeah. That's the one thing. Plus, they reheat so well, too, yeah. in the air fryer. It's... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw people walking around with their buckets. Mm-hmm. Get so. your bucket loaded up. But uh, how about you? Um, gosh, there's so many things that I like. That's a classic, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, at the end of my fair experience, I have to have a handful of those cookies for sure. Um, bucket seems a little excessive. But then all the other classics, right? Like you've got to have cheese curds. You've got to have uh, fresh French fries. You've got to have corn on the cob. I mean, mm-hmm. I do love all of those things. There is a secret yummy super. Now, what I'm really excited about, and my talkers, you should know this, this year. Well, Mike, you're not going to be out at the fair, are you? He, he probably won't be. But Dawn, you're, well, Mike, we'll make room for you to come out to the fair at yeah. some point. Yeah, please. Um, but typically, you would probably be here because that's where Dawn is usually. So this year, Dawn, this is going to be your first year out at the fair, right? To broadcast. That's yes, correct. That's what yeah. I mean. So, um, and neither of you have experienced the parade. (laughs) No, but I saw on Instagram, or no, it was Twitter. Somebody Mm -hmm. said, this will be Don's first year to experience. Because the parade comes through during our show, Mike. Yeah. And so it's very loud. A literal parade rolls up right past our booth as we're broadcasting every day. (laughs) And trying to maintain composure and concentration is a supreme skill like that of the things I'm proudest of for my time here at my talk, maintaining a conversation during the state fair parade is like (laughs) at the top. 
In my previous life, we would do the county fair, and oh. we would do it live from a circus wagon, and it would always be the morning show. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so it wasn't open yet, uh-huh. but what we'd have is the uh, people coming around picking up the trash. So you'd always have like a tractor <laughs> come rolling by while you're trying yes, to do a show. Yep. Yeah, so oh. I have some experience in that area. And well, I good. Get ready, because yes. it, it, there's a moment where you just kind of go, okay, everyone, <laughs> here comes our parade. And you can't even talk. Like we're not having any guests. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're just gonna Every stare. Day. And Don, you and I will have to stare at each other because it gets so distracting. Okay, all right. Do I you mean, that, that's to- a rule, by the way. In general, that'll be something you'll have oh. to get used to because it. Colleen and I would have to lock eyes for hours because otherwise it's too easy to just wander into the crowd yes. and go, Oh my God, do you see that guy? I know. Maybe He's we should just literally live on a pork chop. <laughs> With his finger in his nose. <laughs> I mean, you you will see it all. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, of course, hopefully we'll have, you know, a bevy of my talkers out in the audience. Maybe we should just do a 15 minute or 10 minute every day commentary on what we see. It hey, just I'm down a, with it. Yeah. And then we can just not S talk people, but just say there's a woman with a baby. S talk. I like how you breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say also um, on this topic of food, because if you're just joining us, it is Food Porn Friday. And Dawn was kind enough to bring us leftovers from uh, her state fair experience last night. I would give these, by the way, I'm going to give them a solid four out of five, mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah, four out of five if they were uh, throw that sour cream on yeah, top we're, of there. We're just gonna, and, oh. Yeah, we're just going to, we're going to assume that mm-hmm. we're grading them on a curve, yep. Dawn. Yep. Yes, I would say four out of five. And with the sour cream, I would say probably 4.25. Ooh, all right. Um, but I did want to just uh, caveat, Don, quickly that the food experience will also be a new one for you because we have a habit, and I would like to keep the tradition if you're comfortable with it, Absolutely. of trying, uh, basically doing food porn every day at the fair. Okay. So that we can try, because yeah, there's always like a brand new crop of new things at the fair. Yes. So um, hopefully we'll get as the chance to As long as that. I can have a bite and no one will pressure me to eat like my entire portion because uh, that's Nobody not in that. my plan. Nobody okay. does that, honey. Yeah. 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 No, you literally take a bite, share the with the crowd. Yeah. That's fantastic. And we'll bring it back to Mike for... <laughs> That's great. For, uh, after the show. Okay. So, the pro- just so you know, this thing at the fair is going on all weekend. You can d- get tickets at mnstatefair.org, and then it'll be kickoff to summer is what it's called. New this year for food, they have uh, Chimborazo. I don't know what that is, but you can only imagine. They have um, two locations of Giggles Campfire Grill now, which is really good because that is so, so busy. They're that popular. We have Richie's Cheese Curd Tacos, like I said, Rick's Pizza, Sambusa Express, new this year, and so much more. Check it out. Fabulous. We'll be talking more about the fair as we get closer. But now, when we come back, we're talking a relationship in Meltdown. That is Kim and Croy. She's vague booking again on Instagram. We'll tell you what that means when we return right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk. Meow, meow. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. I just got to see those guys earlier this week. Why? Well, because I brought my vehicle in for scheduled maintenance. And, you know, I thought about this last night when I was, Jamie and I went out to dinner. Long story short, come out. As I'm walking toward my car, I'm like, that is a sweet-looking car. That is a nice-looking vehicle. You know why I said that? Not because I'm full of myself or I'm obsessed with my car, but because I just got my scheduled maintenance from Boulevard, and one of the perks is that they 
washed that thing within an inch of its life. It looked brand spanking new, and it just feels amazing. In addition to getting into a car that's in tip-top shape, getting into a car that is clean and beautiful and sparkly. So thanks to the team over at Boulevard, you can have that experience too. Just head to blvdautoworks.com, make your appointment, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you, because at Boulevard, wherever you're going, they're here to get you there. Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We hope you're happy and healthy and thank you for listening to us and have a great Memorial Weekend and let's start it off now. We have to talk about someone's messy divorce. Mm, thank God. It's not ours. <laughs> it isn't. Um, no, we got to talk about Kim and Croy because she's been posting about his toxic behavior and disrespect. Oh, I didn't it. think she was though. Wasn't she just talking about in general? Oh yeah, no, talking? totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, but I did also just really quickly want to follow up because this has been an airline heavy hour. We talked about two airport airline oh, related I, stories. Oh, sure. And I just wanted to check in really quickly. Have you guys seen the video of the Asiana flight that was landing in South Korea and the person busted no. open the door no. at 700 feet? No. And literally everybody's just sitting there <gasps> like trying not to get sucked out of the plane. It is terrifying. But if you miss that, head over to the internet. It's wow. currently now showing. Now it's just showing. like it's like everybody's <laughs> nightmare, right? It doesn't happen at like thirty thousand feet because physically that wouldn't happen. Mm. You couldn't do that. But because they were low enough, the person said they felt overwhelmed. At least the little that I read, and then busted open the door, oh. and everybody's just sitting there, like trying to like you know pray for a, a quick landing. And they're just getting, you know, like you now, can see the air like. Now, those blow up stairs, are they flapping in the wind, too? No, I don't think so. Because when you, the door yeah, opens, no, I know. the blow up stairs come out. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Maybe we'll find that and put it on the show links. I'll find that in the break for you. Hey, yes. now should we get back to it's Kim and Croy? Hard. It's hard. I keep thinking about that. I know. I know. It's going to terrify you no, when you fine. see it. Um, hey, pow, pow, pow. Kim and Croy. Here's what she posted. Um, This is what she posted. I love when people do this. If you have friends that do this, please just pull them aside. Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction to their toxic behavior, but never discuss their disrespect that triggered you. Mm. Mm. And then she said underneath that, because this was learning values quote. So like oh. this is the hallmark of vague booking is like you use somebody else's material. So instead of just saying it yourself, you find someone else who said it, right? Better. Better probably. And then you go, read that again. Oh. So that was her caption. Oh, her caption read was, that again? Read that again. Meaning like this really read that again. Oh, honey. Manipulation is when they blame you for your... Which also, this is like the most immature, inspirational quote. Because think about what that says. Manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction to their toxic behavior, but never discuss their disrespect that triggered you. Like, trigger... like. No, you guys, this is just people fighting. Stop. They're yeah. people you're it sounds like you're both being very immature. And oh look, it's Kim and Croy. I think they're both being very immature right now. Don't oh my you? God. Oh. Do you remember what's going on with these two? I do remember. They are divorcing. Uh we speculate that it has something something to do with the million that they owe the IRS. 
things got probably tense, uh, Source well, says. And also her gambling issues? Well, that is something he has uh, accused her of mm-hmm. and said through his lawyers that she needs a psych evaluation because mm-hmm. she has a gambling addiction <laughs> and she can't take care of the kids when she's always smoking ciggies. Well, I just added that. He's smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Remember, and so she she's said, like, yes. oh, you think I gamble too much? You smoke weed. You need a drug test. So they're both taking tests. And he's like, you're selling your wigs for $7,000 on the internet. $7,000? Well, I don't know if it's 7000 but I did see a story no. about how she's selling very expensive wigs on the internet. Okay. Are they her personal wigs? Yeah. Oh, Here, no. I'm going to find that story because it oh. was interesting to me, but I go ahead. I thought maybe that was a shadow on my computer, but that is her without a bra. What? <laughs> Never mind. What? <laughs> what are you looking at? I was just looking. I was trying to find the inspirational quote again, and it's, I, was it in her stories? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know when that was done, and you know those go away. I know. Uh, Kim Zolciak, I'm, quote, wigging out, sells fake hair for cash amid bitter divorce. Apparently, according to TMZ, she's put some of her personal items, including blonde wigs, up for sale on her website, The Beerman's Closet. Oh, my God, Dawn, let's go. The Beerman's Closet. That's what it's called? Yeah, the wigs are pricey, up to $2,750. There are seven, which start at $1,500. Oh, girl, that is so overpriced. You can go on, like... Timu! Girl, you can get wigs so much cheaper than that. That's so Do you right. think it's because she wore them that she's charging so Probably. much? Probably. Brielle's closet. The Beerman's closet. The salon. Oh, boy. Wow, there really is the Beerman's closet. Oh, my God. Okay. Look, you can go in... Um, it's kind of creepy, that photo on the front. Croy's closet. Oh, God, I bet there's a thong in there. It says, oh, God. Oh, no, it has three T-shirts. Three T-shirts. A V-neck T-shirt. They're all sold out. They were Somebody bought them for $50. Sold out, sold out. Oh, my God, how weird. Okay, let's go to Kim's closet, though. I mean, that's something you would buy is Croy's T-shirt if you knew that it was for sale, right? Well, yeah, somebody, You could no. put it next to your Zac Efron clothes. Hey. <laughs> you it's did. True. It's true. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting to sell those. When he makes it big. Okay. I'm going to sell them back and I'm going to make a million dollars. I wonder if this is her, like, does Brielle get a cut of this? Does, do, like, the kids, Little's Closet. You think she's giving money to her kids? I don't know. I'm saying if it's Brielle's I don't, Closet by or the way, I don't see her wigs. Closet. Oh, the salon. It's the salon part. Okay, so she sold one of these wigs for $1,500. Wow. Do you think she maybe just put sold out on there so people would think someone actually is buying this stuff? Maybe. Because I don't know any woman who, unless you're like a collector of celebrity wigs, she did sell a Chanel. Okay. I mean, it looks like... Actually, she sold a lot of purses. That's something different. Is there anything you buy in here? I was just going to say, there's uh, the Bardo romper. I really like rompers, but I don't think I would look good in one. Romper is that? Oh, it's a romper. Is that the? Oh, yeah. It's like. Pants but how do you pee a, in those? Uh, yeah, and how do you just not? No, pull literally, it up don't you have time? to get naked to pee? Yeah, you do have to. Take so then, it all what down. if you're in a stall? Well, right. That's, exactly. That's awkward. That's right. I don't. Uh, one time, I wore a romper to the airport, bringing back airports. I was going on a trip. Okay. I mean, it, and it had sleeves. It was just like a one piece thing, and boy, did I regret that. 
Yeah, because what did you have to do? Well, you have to take it off. And you then there are like people like, oh, that woman's wearing a romper. Hold it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't want it to are. touch anything. No. So I'm like bunching it and holding it and hovering and covering. Can you like take that to a seamstress and just have them put in like an emergency uh, <laughs> like Long patch? John's? Oh, no. Yeah, like a Union Jacks. Or what do they call those? Union suit? Where it's got yeah. the little butt flap. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you could do like a a zip. A zipper down the... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Really think about what you're saying. But that is $200. Oh, that oh you want me to think about what I'm saying? <laughs> Physician, heal thyself. <laughs> the Bardo jumper is... I want you to really is... think about what you're saying. <laughs> the Bardo jumper romper is $200. The K level K level sweatsuit. It looks like Kanye's trash bag suit. It looks very cheap. It's gold and it looks oh, like God. a trash bag. Uh, there is a drag queen out there that needs that outfit. Yeah. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! Look at this person. I mean, drag queens would go nuts in her closet. That's true. Well, let's fund a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does have uh, a Chanel dress. So, like, if you're into Chanel. Yeah, let's go. Did you go to the salon with the wigs? Yeah. Okay. She's only sold one, the cheapest one, which makes me think she just put sold out on there so that people would think they're actually buying stuff. Right. Uh, I do want you to know, though, if you buy anything from Kim's Closet, which, by the way, if you just joined us, uh, we're talking about Kim Zolciak. She's trying to fund her uh, divorce experience. (laughs) Do you think that once she sells a wig that she takes that $27.50 and she gambles it? Yeah. Well, if you believe Croy... She uses it in like five minutes. Yeah, she just heads over to. Well, no, because remember, didn't Croy say table in her? (laughs) She's got a craps table on her phone. Isn't that what it was? Wasn't it like phone phone gambling? gambling? It was all online. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Mm -hmm. Like she's just sitting there playing Candy Crush, buying credits. Oh no! Oh Kim, (laughs) that was heavy judgment. I do like her the Burberry dress for uh, 2015 runway dress 750. Okay, it's sort of ombre from a white to like a I don't know what would you call that gray. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. So, ladies, if you're looking, we're drag queens. If you're looking vintage for goose, Gucci <laughs> runway dress, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, if you're looking for uh, some hot looks at a steal worn by a. Uh, what do you call her? Like a is she reality like, star? No, I know she's a reality star. I'm saying like a what list would you put her at? Um, I would say she's a B list reality B list reality star. Mike is shaking his head a little bit. Yeah. C. Okay. C list. Somewhere okay. between a B and a C. Yeah. And uh, wow, this is interesting. She likes a flared leg. She sure does. It, it appears to me. Okay. Okay, I could just shop here all day, but we don't have time to do all that. And double-breasted coats. Okay. And Gucci bags. Do you, are you a handbag lady? Me? Yeah. I'm just well, a bag Mike. lady. You're just a bag lady, period? You like bags? No, I'm just making a joke. Like, Oh. Yeah. Um, I do like bags, yes. Because I think there are, uh, not just women, I'm sure, but among women, I feel like there are women who love handbags and are like, it's like almost like a collector thing, like yeah. you know, how some guys like. Car. I don't know what would be equivalent. I don't like keep them in pristine condition, though. I like beat them up and then. Do you I, buy them new? Do you buy them used? I like vintage. Vintage. Bags. Okay. I have a vintage Dooney and Burke bag that oh, I carry fine. around right now. Okay. It's super dirty, though. Mike, are you into handbags? I am not. Oh. I think every Should man needs a bag. It? I have a lunch yes. bag. Yes.
I don't know. This dark root ash blonde wig would look really good on me. I, I like. think so, too. Well, hey, look. <laughs> Get it before the fair, and then All we'll right. maybe go for a walk. Sounds good. <laughs> All of us. Not, that just sounded weird. <laughs> I'll take you on a walk to the fair <laughs> with your pretty you wig. Where are you going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>